Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Faith FM. We are The Breakfast Show, and you're listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8, and 88. My name is Gemma, and with me in the studio this morning, I have... Liam, good morning, everybody. How good are we? Morning. How are you, Gemma? I'm doing pretty well. That's good. Pretty good. How are you? I, um, I'm um, i pretty... Uh, I'm in a thoughtful state. Ooh, yeah. I really want to ask you I've, what you're um, thankful for for today, then, because if you're in a thoughtful state, this could be really good. Oh, no, it's... um. It's pretty. I'm, I'm this morning. I'm thankful that the AFL's back on. Um, so, <laughs> I was aiming for something a little bit, you know, more philosophical than that. When you were like, "I'm in a thoughtful state." No, no, I was the philosophicalness, some all, big... all of that, that oh. is coming. Um, that'll be coming in, in my little new segment a bit later. Um, but yeah, you... this morning I'm thankful for AFL. What about the AFL specifically? That is back on. Um, oh, really? There was, there's been a lot of speculation saying, as you heard in the news story, um, it, it's just been approved to, to go ahead. But this week, there was it was all up in the air whether it would be postponed or how okay. it would all roll out. But uh, yeah, Gillian McLaughlin, who was the CEO of AFL, mm-hmm. released a statement yesterday saying that uh, we're good to go. So tonight, Richmond and Carlton are going head-to-head at the MCG, at an empty MCG. So, yeah. But you'll get to watch online or on on TV. Yeah, on TV, yeah. Yes. So it'll all be good. There you go. So sport's not totally cancelled for you. I know you were super bummed about that yesterday. I know, but it's all good. What are you thankful for this morning, Gemma? I am actually thankful for the fact that I picked up some furniture yesterday. There you go. I've recently just moved house, so my house is still pretty empty. But I've recently picked up some furniture, and when I went to pick up um, this... Yeah, uh, beanbag that I bought from uh, Marketplace on Facebook. I, I met this lady Classic. and, you know, paid for the beanbag, got the beanbag. And as I was leaving, she was like, oh, wait, let me just hand you this. And she handed me a piece of paper. And this little piece of paper was a little booklet about the gospel, about Jesus. Oh. And she was like, I just want to share with you the good news today. There you go. And I was like, wow, what a highlight for the day. That's good. Like, That's- even though coronavirus is out there and people are scared and anxious and worried, this lady was still like, nah, here's some, here's some good news for, t- for you for today. And that's like the best news that I could have possibly received. This is a reminder, you're listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. Coming up in the show today, you given me something really weird. You were like, I have a good news story, my, my, but it's not a good news story yet. My, yeah, it's not a good news story. Yet, but all will be revealed right after Kemi Agendi with her song Winter, right here on Faith FM. Winter didn't last, the coldest months have passed. Time will heal our bumps and bruises, mend the broken parts. Oh, mend the broken parts. Shadows time has passed Light will fill the skies above us Chase away the dark Oh, chase away the dark So hold on, hold on my
Welcome back to the Faith FM Breakfast Show. That was Kemi Ogendi with her song, Winter. Kemi Ogendi is an amazing singer, songwriter, artist, um, good friend of mine. She is absolutely incredible. Shell, thanks for picking that song. That was a great song. Liam, yes. we are up to the part of the day that I get really worried about. We're up to the part of the day where we have the quiz. The quiz. The quiz. And go. I'm really worried because I never get it on the first time. That's I feel a, like I'm okay. in Lyle's shoes. That's all right. The pressure is on. I need a pen. Here we go. All right. So, clue number one for our quiz today. What creature am I? Ooh. I said, so a creature is talking. I said, woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the trumpet blast about to be sounded by the other three angels. Oh, um, oh, I should know this. Oh, hang on. Wait, wait. This give me, give me, give creature. Me, give me. Okay. If you think you know the answer... Give us a call at 1-800-324-843. That's 1-800-FAITH-FM. Or send us a text on 0491-064-669. And today we're continuing our... Um our series with the Conflict of the Ages series by Ellen White. So yesterday we had Acts of the Apostles, which means today we have... I should know what comes next in the series, but I don't remember. Uh, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Producer Shell, but I think, is it the... Acts of the Acts Apostles of the, Acts of the yesterday. Apostles was yesterday. Look, it's the next one in the series. <laughs> Ugh, can't remember. Yeah, look, that's okay. We'll, we'll It's... um. Desire of Ages, there we go. We got there eventually. I um, Desire of Ages was earlier in the series. No, no, it's, it's today. So I mean, to, today you will be getting the Desire of Ages if you know the answer to the quiz, which what creature I believe- am I? Oh, I can't I have a guess. Yet. The double prizes are still up for grabs because I've got no idea- There we go. ...what it is. But if you know what it is, you can give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843, and you will get a copy of Desire of Ages, which is a good book, which I also have read. Indeed. I just never remember the order that they're in. That's okay. News. We've got some good news. And this is weird because you were like, it's we go. not good yeah. news, but it will be good news good later. News. So, I'm super so excited my, for this. So, my news story, it, no, it's not good news, at least not yet. Oh, okay. okay. Now, this, this, what I've got for you today, it's something that really, it's it's really close to home for me, close to home for me, but I'll get to that a bit later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, in the wake of Anzac Day, of um, the coronavirus happening, Anzac Day has been cancelled, or Anzac Day services have been cancelled yes. right around the country. Yes. And not only in our country, but probably in New Zealand as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, this, this story, it's not a good news story yet, but it has the potential to be a great story. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the RSL cancelled all the Anzac Day services. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is very understanding. But it is a little bit disappointing. Mm. And so there's been a lot of talk by a lot of the veterans and a lot of RSL members and people who this, you know, hits close to home for. Yeah. What can we do? Um, so the Queensland RSL has recently backed the idea uh, to have a driveway service. Oh. Yeah. So what, That's really clever. So what this is, is find somewhere or something that is broadcasting the service or the equivalent of the service walk to the end of the driveway and stand there to listen to the service, observe a minute's silence, pay your respects. Um, and an idea that I had that hasn't been uh, spoken about yet is uh, I thought you could even lay a homemade wreath at the letterbox. Mm. Um, and some people, they don't live in houses, they live in apartments. Yep. Um, so what they could do is go to the driveway or to the window mm-hmm. and do it from there. Um, so yeah, this is just a, it's an idea that has been g- 
gaining support from veterans and civilians alike mm. right around the country. And it's an idea that I personally am in and very much favour of that I think is a fantastic idea. Yeah, definitely. Um, this. Sorry, you go. Because I feel like, you know, we still, although the services are cancelled, you know, and it's for a good reason because of, you know, we're trying to restrict the, safety the, the of, contagion of the obviously coronavirus, with a lot of, obviously. a lot of the veterans are senior mm. and um, yeah, so we don't we want to put them at risk. Yeah, we want to, oh, we don't want to put anyone at risk. So, we want to, you know, stop the, the spread of the coronavirus. But we also, we still want to remember, we want to honour Anzac Day and those who, who fought. And mm. we want to, yeah, we still want to remember and honour that. And I think it's really important that we still are doing something, whether Absolutely. or not. It is obviously not going to be the same as it was last year. It's not going to be something that you can yeah. get up and you can go to the physical event. But we still want to be doing something Absolutely. to remember and honour that. And it's really cool that Queensland, the group in Queensland, have been so creative to come up with something like that. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I, that I'm goes not 100% sure who has come up with it, but the Queensland group has supported. The Queensland Retired Service League has supported it. That's fantastic. Um, now, this year, Anzac Day does fall on a Saturday, on a Sabbath, and at Faith FM, we are Seventh-day Adventists, so we uh, sort of speak from that perspective. Um, so, um, Faith FM here, we're planning, we're putting something together, and we're planning on having an Anzac Day program to go out, uh, but, you know, being Anzac Day, I'm sure there will be countless other stations, TV stations, radio stations that will be doing something. But if you're looking for something from an Adventist perspective, um, then, yeah, I believe we are putting something together mm. to go to help support that. And although our churches aren't running at the moment physically at an actual church building location, yep. churches will still be running, and I'm sure in people's home churches and That's smaller it. groups and gatherings, they'll be doing their part to respect and remember those. Yeah, and obviously Faith FM is still here, so you've still got us. <laughs> you've still got us. Yeah. You can always tune in and listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, really awesome. So the reason why this particular story has such an impact on me is that my grandfather, he, he passed away last year. Um, on the 5th of April, mm -hmm. and he were, he went to the Korean War. He was part of the Korean War. He's part of the uh, Royal Australian Regiment, I believe. Um, now, I had the privilege and honour last year to wear his Korean War medal mm. um, to the service last year, and I actually I actually wore it on the wrong side of my chest, I believe, <laughs> if... If you yeah, one, if you earned the side, medal, you wear yeah. it on the left side. If you are wearing it on behalf of somebody else, you wear it on the right side. Um, apologies if that is incorrect, um, but that's from my knowledge. That's yeah, I can't is. remember if it's left or right. Yeah. But you're definitely yeah. correct. One, one side, side means it was you mm. earned it. The other side means you're, it's on behalf of somebody. And I wore it on the wrong side. Mm. Whoops. And one of the uh, old veterans, he, he very respectfully pulled me aside and said, listen, mate, I... I don't think you went to Korea, did you? So, <laughs> no, no. Why do you say that? And you know, he explained to me how that um, works. Very respectfully, yeah. yeah. Um, but one for me, the way that I process things is, it, sometimes it takes a little bit of time for it to really sink in. Um, so after my grandfather passed away, by the time it got to Anzac Day, it was still pretty fresh in my mind, mm. and it was still something that I was still processing and still dealing. Greater, it has a much greater impact. Um, the it, it's it's sunk in a lot more, and it has a much greater impact on me on my life uh, now that I've fully realised where it all mm. stands. Mm. Um, 
So I think, you know, when you, when you grow up and, you know, you go along with your parents to different Anzac Day events, you don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're quite young. You oh, still yeah. don't even understand the impact. And then when you, you grow up and you, you go through school and you learn the history about it all. And then yeah. when you find out that, you know, your grandparents or your great grandparents or whoever were involved in that, took part in that, you know, and then it kind of means a lot more to you that way. Yeah. So I think it's really important that we keep the services Absolutely. going. Absolutely. Because I also did the same. I remember going to Anzac yep. Day events and um, wearing, a, wearing a medal yeah. um, on behalf of, you know, a family member who yep. had been. Uh, yeah, in that war and involved in that. So, yeah, I think it's something that we definitely need to, need to keep going because generations yeah. from now still remember its importance. Yeah, so I think this year for me it is going to be a bit more of um, of an emotional year. Um, and I think that uh, yeah, it, it's it's going to have a much greater impact. And I'm looking I'm looking forward to paying the respect to. Uh, my, not only my grandfather, but all the all the servicemen and women around the country. Um, if you've got plans for Anzac Day uh, this year, give us a call. Um, send us a text one eight hundred Faith FM. Uh, this is Indeniable Grace. Me, fast falls the even time. The darkness deepens. Lord, with me.
To the breakfast show on Faith FM. That was Abide in Me. Uh, a little bit of a, a, a reference to Anzac Day we were talking about there. Gemma, are you ready for our next question? Our next clue for the quiz this morning? I'm really not, but give it to me anyway. I'll have a I'll have a shot in the dark and hopefully hopefully I'll come up with something good. Here we go. The Lord said to Hosea that I was over the house of the Lord because the people had broken his covenant and rebelled against the law. Hang on, the, the, the Lord said to this creature? The Lord said that this was over the, that this creature was oh. over the house of the Lord. Ooh, 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 okay, all right. I feel like. So I'm, rewording it, this creature was over the house of the Lord. I feel like, I mean, like, that's, that's that the, the guess not that correct. I'm going to have, but I feel like that would be wrong. And you are, yeah, that was not it. Oh, I'm so confused. No. But depending on how you look at it, you're on the right track. Anyway, if you think you know the answer to our clues, uh, give us a call at 1-800-324-843. That's 1-800-FAITH-FM. Or send us a text on 0491-064-669. And, of course, we will be giving you Desire of Ages. Fabulous book. Have you read Desire of Ages? I or have, parts of I've it? I've read or, parts of it, sections yeah, of it, yeah. It is a good book. There we go. I read the whole book. Did yeah. a did the Arise program, which yep. we were talking about yesterday up at Kingscliff, which is a which is a Bible study course, and we were given that book to do as some reading in our in our private time, um, and it was such a good book. Mm. So yeah, super exciting. Good stuff. In so there. if you know what the answer is, yeah, give us a call, and that will be all yours. There we go. On to some news. What do you have for us this morning, Gemma? Oh, look, this is going to be really surprising. You are not going to see this coming. Okay, this is going to be totally out of the blue, something you've never heard about before. I'm going to be talking about. Coronavirus. Oh, get out of town. <laughs> Sorry, I felt like I had to do a big build-up for that because okay. it's all I've been seeing in the news. Um, but it's it's good reason that it's all we've been seeing in the news. So I'm going to give you an update on what is going on around the world and also here in Australia when it comes to the coronavirus. Starting, though, uh, with a report coming from Italy uh, at the moment because that is actually where the highest amount of deaths for the coronavirus uh, coming out mm. of Italy. So, Italy has reported 345 new coronavirus deaths in the last 24 hours. Yeah. Now, all of these uh, figures and numbers are coming out as of 5.30 p.m. yesterday, Wednesday afternoon. So, these figures may have uh, changed recently yep. within the past, you know, 12 or so hours. So, yeah, just... Uh, Keep that in mind. So, yeah, Italy has reported 345 new deaths in the last 24 hours, which means the total death toll is 2,503 uh, people, which is actually an increase of 16%. Wow. Which is, yeah, a little bit scary. But Italy has one-third of the world's coronavirus-related deaths. Yeah, I think the, the epicenter was moved from China to Italy yeah, because yeah. of that. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, yeah, originally we know that the virus started in China yeah. and uh, has spread since then. And Italy is now, yeah, the country that is, you know, top of the charts mm. uh, now for that. So, there are in Italy with almost 28,000 people diagnosed wow. with the disease in Italy. Yeah. 
Um, bringing things a little bit closer to home, here uh, Prime Minister Scott Morrison has recently announced a ban on non-essential gatherings of 100 or more people indoors. Right. So that's your that's your football. That's your sport. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's all those other events like that. So more than 100 people gathering together uh, has been banned. Uh, and something else that has sprung from that is all KFCs across the nation uh, have now closed their doors that you cannot go and eat in their restaurant anymore. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there are lots of other franchises and smaller restaurants. I that also have saw that. that something is heart- that is absolutely heartbreaking. But mm. um, Bunnings has cancelled their Sunday morning sausage snag. Yes, that's true. So sausage Bunnings sizzle. have also cancelled. Uh, yep. Their, Devastating. Their food, their food as well. All the true Aussies out there are crying a little bit about that. Um, I'm not too sad though. I mean, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes Bunnings have veggie sausages. Sometimes, but not all the time. So I'm not, I'm not super sad about that to be honest. But there are definitely people out there who are, you know, sad that Bunnings are closes. But yeah, so no more than 100 people can be gathered together. Um, that includes uh, schools, universities, and childcare facilities are obviously exempt from this at yep. the moment, as are shops and obviously health services and public yeah. transport yep. are still up and running here in Australia. Um, it's different overseas, um, but here in Australia, that's where we're at at the moment. Citizens travelling abroad are being asked to return home um, to avoid being stranded overseas. So if you've got friends or family that are still currently overseas and they haven't already tried to make plans to return home, now would be the time to do so. Now yeah. is the time where you contact your family and friends who are on holidays and say, hey, look, it's getting pretty serious. They may need to get in this touch is with what, the Australian embassy. This is what um, the Prime Minister has said in his previous statement that was released yesterday, that it is now time, if you are overseas, it is time to come home, yep. um, just to avoid being stranded overseas. Yeah. Because the worst thing is going to be being stuck in another country, yeah, not being able to get home. Um, because there is actually a level four travel ban on airlines. So airlines are cutting flights and countries are actually closing their borders uh, as well. So... Virgin Australia has also, uh, you know, heard this statement that's been put out and they have said that they are suspending international operations, specifically Virgin Australia, are suspending their entire international operations, which is kind of a huge thing. It is indeed. To cut off all of the travel. So that starts from March 30th. Um, just to allow everyone that's to, abroad yeah, to get home. Got a, got a couple of days. Yeah. Um, so, just some statistics around Australia now. There are 559 cases in Australia. Yep. This is, remember, as of 5.30 yesterday, Wednesday afternoon. That is 267 cases in New South Wales, 121 in Victoria, 94 in Queensland, 35 in Western Australia, 32 in South Australia, 7 in Tasmania, and 3 in the ACT. Dear me. And I believe that the death toll in Australia, unfortunately, rose one more yesterday as well. It did, yes, sadly, which is why this yeah, sparked uh, the Prime Minister um, making these yeah, rules and regulations now about the meetings of 100 yeah. people. Because we want to do our best to contain um, yeah. the situation. Now, I just want to talk a little bit about the difference between self-isolation and social distancing. Because yeah. these are two phrases that are now commonly being thrown around. Yep. Um, you read them a lot about on social media and in the news, um, self-isolation and social distancing. And for those of you who might not know what the difference between those things are, we're going to talk about them for a little bit now, just so you can kind of wrap your head around some of these terms that are thrown mm. around, because sometimes it can be a bit scary. You know, I get yeah. read through social media, I get a bit anxious about all this stuff that's coming up, and I'm like, wow, I don't really understand what's going on. Like, what should I do? What should I be doing? Um, so, we're going to talk about the difference between social distancing and self-isolating. Now, social distancing, 
the whole point of social distancing is to avoid catching or spreading coronavirus. Yeah. And that was why um, Prime Minister Scott Morrison has brought in the, you know, no more than 100 people gathering. That's about social distancing. That's about um, avoiding spreading or catching yourself uh, the virus. Yeah. So that involves no large crowds, but you can still go to work, still go to school if possible, if your work or school is still open. Yeah. Um, you know, still go. It just means minimizing physical contact. Yeah. So no hugs, no high fives, maybe, you know, I've seen people walking around elbow high fiving. <laughs> um, if you go. have returned from a non high risk country, yeah. So if you've returned from a country that doesn't have high cases, obviously not Italy or China, you should practice social distancing. Yeah. Um, that means you keep 1.5 metres away from other people, if possible, spending time in enclosed spaces like family gatherings or other meetings like that is not encouraged. Were you just measuring to see if you were 1.5 metres away from I'm, me? I'm not. Um, I was actually... I, it's a lot further than you'd Do you want to think. go sit at the other microphone all the way down the end? I think... I think it, like 1.5 meters is a bit like it's 25 centimeters shorter than what I am. Well, this is okay because I'm not displaying any symptoms of coronavirus. I'm good. So you're good. You good? I'm good. You're good. Yeah. You're fine in the studio then. All good. So Happy that, days. So that is self. That sorry. That is social distancing. Now self isolating is uh, the other side. This is a little bit more serious. This is the one that needs to be taken more seriously. If you have travelled from a high-risk country, such as China, Iran, Italy, or South Korea, social distancing is not enough, okay? This is the point where you need to take it more seriously. If you are displaying symptoms, this is, if you have not been tested, this is as soon as you start displaying symptoms, whether you've been positively tested or not at this point, you should immediately self-isolate and contact, contact your doctor. If you are required to self-isolate, if you've been through the doctor, you've got, you know, you've had the test done, you're waiting on results, you need to stay at home to reduce the risk of transmission. So that's no public places, yep. no work, no school, no childcare, no university, stay home. You're allowed to go for a walk, but not in a public place like a park. If you've got a garden out the back, you can go there. You can walk around your block, um, but you need to self-isolate. Uh, if symptoms occur, obviously, we want to encourage you, call a doctor, you know, reach out and it's important that you take these uh, seriously because the police have the power to fine you up to $63,000 for not complying with self-isolation laws. So we want everybody out there to remember to stay safe. Uh, this next song coming up is This I Know by Katie Gustafsson. Yeah. 
Welcome back to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM. You're with Gemma and Liam this morning. And we're going to have the next clue in our quiz. Are you ready, Gemma? I am not, but give it to that's me anyway. Right. That's so, my attitude. It's okay. I'm not ready because I don't know what it is, but I'm going to have another guess. So that's I do okay. need another clue. Uh, the woman who gives birth to the man-child in Revelation 12 is given two wings from ooh, this ooh, ooh, kind ooh, ooh. of I know Revelation bird. 12. I know the answer. I got it. I got it. There we go. Oh, she has got so it. Exciting. All I right. Get it so, right. if you think you know it and you would like to win the next book in the Conflict of Ages series, The Desire of Ages, give us a call at 1 800 324 843. That's 1 800 Faith FM or send us a text on 0491 064 669. Okie dokie. So, it is time for our. Interview of the day, and this morning we have Camilla Scarf with us. Camilla, how are you this morning? Hello, hello. I am here. I'm from my home where I've been quarantined for now yes. four days. You're in. You're and in I'm isolation. Happy to be back on the show. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. All right. So, you are the health director for the North New South Wales Conference of the Adventist Church here in Australia, uh, which means you sort of know a little bit, or you, yeah, you know a little bit about what's going on, and you've got some a couple of tips to help us uh, boost our immune system, in particular, 
oh, we just, something happened there. We'll, uh, we, she might have pressed a button, but Redial. we just lost it. We'll try, and, we'll try and get it back. Here we go. Let's see if we can get her. Hi, I'm so sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I got dropped. That's all right. Welcome back. All right. So I'm you're using, be- you know what? I'm using this um, Apple thing on my ear and it keeps falling off. So I went to fix it up and it dropped. So I'm, I really apologize. Oh, that's I, okay. I have to just ditch that. <laughs> no worries at all. These things happen. Um, so, yeah, you're going to be talking a little bit about how the immune how we can boost boost our immune system due to the coronavirus crisis um so what are some of the tips that you have to help us and everyone during these times to make sure that we are in tip-top condition yes okay great so i'm going to be talking about um number one which i haven't seen much being talked about on the media and it's actually one of the most important things for you to think about and take care of which is your, um, it's the work of your intestine or your gut. Mm. Um, It's so important because um, our gut is responsible uh, for about 80% of the potential of the immune system of our bodies. So, which pretty means that if you're not going to the bathroom regularly, if you're not having a good, healthy digestion, you're possibly compromising 80% of your immune system because um, basically, yeah, you need all the food that you're processing to be processed correctly and and then the cells absorb all of the nutrients and then you have and you go to the bathroom and the, the whole digestive process needs to be working really well. So I'm going to give um, basically t- um, three tips that are very important to keep your digestive system healthy and working in a good potential. So the number one is to be eating lots of um, foods that are rich in fiber. And those are basically grains and vegetables and fruits. And we need to have at least five of these portions a day. So if you're somebody like me, for example, who's in quarantine, you want to also be mindful of the foods that you're going to be buying and you're going to have it in your house. And I was actually surprised to see that in most supermarkets, lots of the foods that have no fiber at all were running off the shelves. Um, but the foods that are rich in fiber were staying there. So just keep in mind that those are the foods that we need for our bodies, the ones that are rich in fiber. So just a, a quick example. Meat, animal products have zero fiber. Eggs have zero fiber. Mm-hmm. And those are the products that were just disappearing from the shelves. So that's a very important one. Another one is to drink lots of water, about eight cups of water per day. It's essential to keep your digestive system working as as well as your immune system. And then I want to talk about some fermented foods like miso, pickles, kimchi, tempeh, and kefir, kombucha. All of those are also very helpful to boost your immune system and your gut health. So this is my first tip did you want me to go uh, to do all of them at once or yeah, yeah. Oh, we can we can okay. talk about it if you like i on the like the, the um uh what's so it? i mean what do you think of those liam yeah for those i was the um what's the word I fermented fermented that's the word i'm looking for for the fermented food i used to be very skeptical about all this and my mum, she was she liked to do all that sort of stuff um and i was <laughs> i always used to be a bit skeptical and then one day um, when I was studying at Avondale, actually, my lecturer, David Lowe, he bought me a kombucha 
And um, from since that day, I've, I've, I guess I've been a little bit converted. I, I quite enjoy kombucha now. <laughs> I am a fan of the kombucha. I never thought I would be. But, like, once you try it, it's he, like, oh, it's yeah. pretty good. He got, pretty me, good. he got me the ginger one. It's like, a very, so, so, it was like ginger beer. It's yeah. a better, so yeah. much better as a healthier <laughs> alternative for, like, soft drink. I used to be, like, a big fizzy drink and soft drink person and, like, energy yeah. drinks and all that stuff, which is really, really bad for you. But kombucha's great because it still gives you the fizz and it's a, such a better healthy alternative. That's right. And always look for those that are zero sugar, because as you know, sugars are also immune system suppressors. So we want to eliminate, if possible, or lower the sugar intake. Mm. Um, and remember that fruits, if you actually eat the fruit, that the, it's actually good sugar, and you, you can eat that without uh, prejudice mm. on your um, immune system. So we're going to go to the second tip of the day, yep. which is actually something that we've talked about before, Gemma, in the show, which mm. is about becoming more... Uh, fi- doing physical exercise or yes. becoming more active. And we're not talking about extenuant exercise. We're talking about, um, you know, just doing something like moderate or um, you can do like a, a walk, a refreshing walk and, you know, breathing fresh air. Being social isolated doesn't really mean like not going outside. In my case, in the case of people that have been uh, overseas, especially coming back this week, we have to be as isolated, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Um, so in that case, we can do some dancing in a living room, Pilates, some, you know, uh, stretches and just do some things indoors or outdoors within your uh, um, area of your house. But those that can maybe can go for a walk on the bush or something like that. That would be really great. We had David Hauptdorf with us yesterday and we were talking about uh, something similar to this and he suggested if you're lucky enough to live in a house that has a backyard and you're on self-isolation, go do some gardening. Get outside in your backyard, soak up a little bit of the sun because you can still do some work in your backyard, Mm. still getting some exercise in. Whilst also being very productive. Um, Now, I I know. I I do like to think that I'm a... a yeah, I'm a fit guy. I like to do a bit of exercise. <laughs> I um, I had a bit of an incident the other day. I went for a run, and because I've recently moved to the area, I I ran in an unfamiliar territory, and <laughs> mm. um, I ended up having calves of they were just dead yesterday on fire. Oh, on fire. I was struggling oh, wow. to walk, and and yeah. So if you do go for a walk or a run, make sure that it's in a familiar place. And we're not talking about extenuous exercise. This no. could just be yeah, like Mine you said, dancing in your living room. Extenuous. I love. That idea. I love the idea of dancing in your living room. (laughs) That's right. And there's many online applications that can help you to do from your home and uh, not to get hurt or anything like that. Um, And then, um, you know, basically research says that if you do exercise, even if you're feeling off, so people that have a cold or feeling a bit sick, they can do this easy, moderate exercise. And that can reduce up to 50% of the period that they would be sick. So um, this is what research brings us. So it's definitely worth to exercise, even if you're feeling a bit off, Mm. um, because it also boosts the immune system and produces lots of antioxidants, which people are trying to take it in pills and, you know, in the food. And exercise is actually the number one natural producing of antioxidants that we can do um, in our body. When we exercise, usually you're kind of protected with antioxidants for 24 hours. Mm. That's why it's so important to exercise daily. Um, and then the third one is actually um, something that people are a bit skeptical about, but not because they don't believe it works, just because they're afraid of doing it. It's called the contrast shower. It's actually a bit of a hydrotherapy treatment, and it's done with water, and it's basically just taking a shower. 
And then usually the way I do it and the way that um, a lot of the um, the, the hydrotherapists or this um, physiotherapists um, tell us is that you do a three-minute hot water, as hot as possible, and then 30 seconds cold, cold water, as cold as possible. Now, for diabetics, you got to be careful because sometimes you can um, not feel like your skin might not be as sensitive. Mm. So you need somebody to actually help you to measure how hot it is. Um, but for um, the average person can simply go and take as hot as possible three minutes and then as cold as possible, 30 seconds. The good thing is that the cold one, it's only 30 seconds, but it really works. And basically what happens is it really simulates your circulation mm. and opens your blood vessels. And so it's basically that exercise of opening and closing your blood vessels. And it will um, pretty much increase the activities of your lymphocytes, you know, lymphocytes. So the T cells in your body that are responsible also to defend your organisms and to fight the virus. So you really want to get into those showers, even if you're not sick, because this is help as a preventative as well. Mm, a friend of mine has been doing um, ice baths as well to try, yeah, to test this out. Um, and he's really enjoying it. He's found that he's been getting, you know, um, feeling a lot better. He's had a lot more energy. He just feels more awake and alert in the morning after he yeah. um, jumps in an ice bath. So, yeah, the benefits <laughs> are actually kind of amazing. Yeah, I used to do this um, right. in cans a lot. But in cans, the, the average water temperature is a lot higher than the temperature of water down here so when I, I tried doing it for the first time when i got when i had a shower down here expecting yeah. the water to be you know quite pleasant but it was it was freezing, freezing oh my, my toes were about to snap off it was it was very very cold you're a queenslander welcome the, to newcastle yeah. <laughs> basically the bigger the difference the better it is because you want to have that contrast um, yeah. as much as possible and then you don't need to repeat but i like usually to repeat three times to yep. be stronger um, so that's the third one. And the fourth one, um, it will be to rest as much as possible. Mm. Actually, the, uh, the various and uh, lots of studies these days that talk about that if you can sleep between seven and eight hours a night, um, the people that actually are able to sleep um, well on those um, at night hours, they have this special protein that simulates the reactions with the T cells and they basically fighting virus and bacteria during the evening, during the night while we're resting. Oh, wow. So this is really, really important. And um, I know a lot of people at home, they're saying, oh, I'm going to be quarantined. I have to be self or uh, social isolation. I'm going to watch lots of TV. We actually should be avoiding any TV um, before, after 22 uh, hours, so after, uh, after 10. And we really need to get the rest. So try to go to bed by 10 p.m. and have a good rest with no cell phones, no TV, nothing, because that will compromise your sleep and it will compromise your immune system as well. Mm. It's amazing. Like I said earlier, we had uh, David on yesterday and he was talking about mental health and the steps that we need to take to keep our mental health up in times like this. And there is so yes. much crossover between what you're saying about physical health that ties in with our mental health because he was also talking about getting the right, right amount of water and having an appropriate amount of sleep and avoiding screens for yes. a certain amount of hours. The crossover between this, that it affects your mental health and your physical health yes this is all about whole person health because everything that we ingest and that we do affect our health not only in one area but in all of the areas and look um another thing that i wanted to uh, touch on is to really take a lot of um 
foods that are rich in vitamin C and vitamin E as well. A lot of times we focus on only vitamin C, like the citrus fruits and in pow pow and legumes and greens. But the reality is that vitamin E is also very good. Um, I saw a post yesterday, somebody showing there were lots of avocados in the markets. Nobody was buying them. Mm. And just so you know, avocados are rich in vitamin E and they're also very good to boost our immune system, just like um, seeds like um, uh, um, and nuts as well. So we really need to try having a variety of foods in balance and that will really help us to boost the immune system. There we go. And um, now you you mentioned before that you are in isolation here uh, because and, and why why is it that you have decided to go into isolation? Okay, so actually that was not my decision. I'm complying with the rule that Australia uh, established the beginning of this week, which is for everybody that arrives from overseas in the airport had to be isolated in their homes for 14 days. Uh, so see. my family and I, we were um, in Fiji last week for a lifestyle medicine conference. And then we came back on Monday and we had to be self-isolated. However, I do want to mention that, you know, as you know, the church has made a decision to not to hold uh, the worships or to close the churches as uh, on Sabbath. Yep. And it usually was open in other days and big events as well. And a lot of people were a little bit upset about it. Mm. And, you know, there's even people that are worried about people staying home by themselves and feeling a little bit anxious. And, you know, there's lots going on. And one thing I wanted to share is that uh, I know leadership didn't take that decision lightly because it's not what obviously we all wanted to decide. But there's a Proverbs um, that says, that's Proverbs 22 verse 3, that says, A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. Mm. The simpleton goes blindly and suffers the consequences. I believe that as Christians, we need to be... Uh, we need to be the prudent person here. And we have seen happening in other countries that they were slow to act. And now they're suffering terrible consequences, literally having to choose who lives, who dies, because they have lack of the uh, healthcare system to uh, just take care of everyone that has been contaminated. So I think that in Australia, we need to think not only of ourselves, and keeping our immune system strong, but we need to be keeping um, an, an eye and think of the others as well. And that's why, not even if I wouldn't be uh, required to be quarantined, I believe that there is um, a lot of value right now in that social isolation, not being outside, not being around people, because that's the only way that we're going to slow down this um, the spread that is happening, and it's, it's spreading um, in exponential uh, growth, which means that it's going to be very hard to hold once it has been taken off. Mm, absolutely. Thank you so much, Camilla. We've enjoyed having you on here this morning. Sadly, that's all we've got time for. Thank you very much. This song is Leonardo Gonzalez there. Well, I've heard a million times In many songs and rhymes We've witnessed arguments about how it will be Will it be every living eye To see him coming in the sky And what 
about the midnight cry I hear them say oh, Are the streets like I was told Are they really made of gold Will Jerusalem be built where it is now How can there be a crystal sea If the sea has ceased to be All these questions annoy me I just don't care Cause I want to be there I just want to be there And sit at my Jesus feet I want to be there I just don't care about the crown Or the color of the gown as long as Jesus is in town, I want to be Adventist Church in Newcastle, we have a food pantry service for the community. Everyone is welcome to join us for a free dinner. Enjoy good company and have a great time. All you need is $10 to buy a numbered ticket and you can collect a trolley's load of food ranging from fruits, veggies, tin food, pasta bread and toiletries. Every Thursday, the food pantry starts at 4.45pm with a 5pm start for dinner. Find us at Hamilton Adventist Church at 105 Lindsay Street, Hamilton, every Thursday evening. All will be welcomed with love and a smile. We really hope to see you there. You're listening. 
listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. How can I study the Bible better? I want to get to know Jesus, but where do I even start? Faith FM would like to invite you to a local Bible study group right here in Druin, where you can join with other people on a journey of discovery, learning about a loving and caring God who wants us to have the best life possible. We meet each Wednesday evening at 6.30pm in the Druin Library Conference Room. All are welcome, so invite your friends and family, and remember, there are no stupid questions. Each Wednesday evening, 6.30pm, at the Druin Library Conference Room. For more information, call or text Ben on 0403 053 288. That's 0403 053 288. I must tell Jesus all of my trials. I cannot bear these burdens alone. In my distress, He Jesus 